to House Call with Dr. Mack. I'm Dr. Lakeisha McMillan, and it is here where you're going to get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. You know, when you had the privilege as I did of being bicoastally trained, I became intimately involved in the details of hundreds of people's lives. And it was during these intimate encounters that I was given a dot, a nugget of time in an individual's life. And I would get another interaction and another dot and another dot. And it was up to me, their physician and their trusted advisor to start connecting the dots and help them see the whole person. I was really able to engage in this process when I decided to step away from clinical medicine in 2012 and transition to education. It was during this time that I also did what some people would say, physician heal thyself. And you'll get my story as the podcast goes on. But it was during this transition, this wonderful space of time, I was able to understand fully my school's motto, which was whole person care. You see, you're not just a collection of cells and tissue and organs and organ systems. You are a living, breathing soul. And so it is up to me your physicians, your healthcare providers to partner with you to begin to connect the dots of whatever is ailing you so that you can be a partner in whole person care. So let's get started. Let's sit down. Let's have some conversations. Let's start connecting these dots. Let's get some straight talk. get a real doc with straight talk for the whole you. We're here today in Pure Beauty Hair Spa with hairstylist Kalina Mollen. Welcome, Kalina. Thank you. Today's episode is called The Hairy Truth. Your hair tells on you. And what I want to accomplish today is I want us to talk about just how our hair really tells what's going on inside. I want you to be able to empower our listeners to understand that literally what goes on on the inside presents as some of their concerns. You know, they think it's just something superficial with their hair, but there is truly whole person care involved. You know, we're going to talk about how to find a stylist to partner with you and what, you know, to help you have healthy hair. And what you can do at home so that your stylist has a healthy platform to work with. Um, I want to start today with talking about how we actually met. It was about two years ago, as I recall. I serendipitously walked into your former place of employment where I was actually booked with another stylist. They unfortunately but fortunately overbooked me turned to you and said, you know, would you be able to help our client? And in your pleasant disposition, you said, sure. And that started our relationship. 
It started out as a client merchant, but it has totally evolved over the years. You've, took, you've taken care of me through the stress of pregnancy. You've taken care of me through stress of changing jobs and <laughs> leaving yeah. a profession. And I tell you, I just really treasure all that you've done in taking care of my hair. But not only taking care of my hair, but the encouragement that you've given me and the advice. The where to go with the kids in the summer. So I want to publicly thank you for that. You're welcome. Now, I want to know, I want our listeners to know a little bit about you. Like, how did you get started? How did you get interested in hair? And what led you to learn hair more deeply than just a style? If you could, if you could take us through that journey. Well, I've always loved to do hair since I was a kid, you know, playing with dolls and things like that and just changing the styles and just, you know, just loving the fact that, you know, I could do something different with the hair all the time. But um, as I got older and um, became a little more serious about it, I decided to take it in high school, a a vocational program that they offered and... um, did that for three years and became licensed at about 19 and been in the hair business ever since. Wow, that's very early. Yes. Wow, okay. So in your training with hair, help me understand, did they just teach you styles or are you taught more on like a biological level and chemical level or are you just taught how to style hair? You do learn more of the chemistry, and that's within the classroom. So you you go through a chapter of chemistry, you go through a chapter of the nerves, you know, in the face, in the neck, in the body, the muscles. You do go over the components of the body, and um, in learning all of that, you do understand more about what you're doing, whether it's hair or other parts of the body, whether it's a facial or things of that nature, and... Um, From a standpoint of what they really teach you as far as behind the chair, you have to kind of grasp that experience when you really start working. Mm. So in learning things, it would be within that first few years that you start doing hair that you begin to understand, you know, what it is you're really doing, the chemistry of hair, how it works, what it does, what chemicals do, the reaction that it takes. So actually seeing it in a book is completely different from when you're doing it, you know, hands-on. That sounds like my profession. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you you had to learn the nerves of the head and neck. Yes. We had to do that in gross anatomy. Yes. Wow. Um, you had to learn about chemical reactions. Yes. Did mercy wow, yes. so there is a biology to hair, yes, it's yes. not just a hairstyle, right. yes, completely. Wow, now we we were talking a little while ago and we talked about how co- clients present to you, yes, definitely. and you were telling me some stories of ladies that may have come in and they'll have a certain complaint, and then you'll kind of go from there and and tell them what is necessary to either get over that complaint or really what is behind this complaint. Can you just give me a specific story? Um, well, if you, if I have a client that comes in and say they're, they're saying, oh, my hair is shedding, Mm -hmm. you know, so we go through maybe a, a series of questions about how much, 
you know, okay. is it root to N? That's um, a difference. That's a big difference. Um, is it just, you know, just small pieces? Is it just a certain area of the head? Um, going over their background, going over what they've been doing in the past, maybe they've been using something at home, I would go over those questions with them. And if we cannot get through those questions and say, okay, well, maybe styling it a certain way was wrong, maybe that product was wrong, it could be more of, okay, now let's think internally. What, what's mm. your body, what would your body go through to cause something, you know, a reaction okay. as far as shedding. So if a woman is shedding and I say if you're getting it, the brush is full or the hand is full, then, and, and, and that's in one given day, there may be starting to be an issue with your body instead of just mm. doing, you know, what it is you're actually doing to, to the hair. On a daily basis. Okay. So small little pieces that we see, you know, when we're using that hot curl. That's just right. a little too yes. much. Yes. Versus I am literally running my hand through yes. and I see that little white yes. tip. Ball. Yes. That That's telling me more of an internal. Yes. Yes. Okay. The hair is shedding. Okay. Now, I, I, I know that that are around. Um, one thing that I've come up with, um, come across is pH. You know, yes. how pH can affect the body. Yes. And we were talking a little bit about that. So tell me, how, how does pH affect the hair? Um, if the pH levels of the hair is not in balance and within a certain range, then the hair could shed, the hair could break. Hmm. Um, and it could be over time that that happens. If those levels aren't returned, so say you get a chemical service, and say it's the relaxer service for some women, and if the hair is not neutralized, um, it could be a color service. If the pH has not returned to a normal level or somewhat of a normal level before you leave the salon, you will experience some things going on with your hair, and number one, it's going to be the breakage. You okay. know, you might see some in the pillow, in your brush, in your comb. It could be a number of things that could happen, you know, an area that completely breaks off, you know, from wow. unbalanced, it's unbalanced hair. Hair still needs to be in balance. In ba now, what about if you're stressed? That affects. That can change your body pH. Yes, it can. Now, I have had patients that have come to me and they complain about, you know, I'm a gynecologist. So they come in saying things aren't right in certain areas. Yes. And you do a pH test and the pH is off. Wow. So you start talking to them about stress or, and you start going down a certain pathway and they kind of look at you crazy. But you know that pH can show with certain symptoms. So I should have been asking them about their hair yes, too. Yes, yes, definitely. Because their hair could start shedding yes. and they not put everything together. Yes. Wow. So I know, you know, people are talking about pH isn't the end-all, be-all. It's not the one-stop, you know, solution. But that's part of the equation. Yes, it is. So we need to make sure that if we're, you know, if we're stressed. If we're stressed. Maybe drink some more water. Yes, oh, definitely. Okay, definitely. okay, okay. Yes. Um, tell, tell me, what things um, do you see when, you, when a client sits in your, in your chair that you can tell that may not be right with a with a client, like they may not be doing certain things, like drinking enough water yes. or 
their vitamin level may be off, vitamin yes. D's. Or so, tell yes. me what you see. Um, if a client is more deficient, it shows. If a client, uh, say there's a woman who comes in and she's just had that baby. Okay. Know? So her hormone levels are still off. Maybe the baby's the first few months. Mm -hmm. She comes back in. She wants to look pretty again. <laughs> She wants to feel good about herself, right? Yes. So when she comes in, the hair is different, okay? For a lot of women, they don't realize that the hair is different. So some women need to continue taking vitamins. Um, shedding does occur for a lot of women. So if you're going to, you, you're losing your hair, if you're not getting the right nutrients in your body during that, that period of time when yes. your hormones are readjusting yes. themselves. Uh, it has really adverse effect on the hair. You know, I, I did something very, now that I look back on it, not so smart. Yes. <laughs> After my son, I didn't want to be the frumpy mommy. Yes. So I That's normal. <laughs> begged my stylist to relax and color my hair. Mm -hmm. So tell me, <laughs> what mistakes did I make? <laughs> because I paid dearly yes, you do for pay that. The price. That decision. Yes. So what, what, what did I do? Well, in, for most women, my advice is as the body has changed, as you are going through those first few months of hormonal change, and as you allow your body time, um, what you did do was go in and you created damage that was just beyond what you really needed to go through at that stage. Wow. Your hair... The hormones in your body mm -hmm. affected that hair. You know, how beautiful it looks when you're pregnant. Yes. It's an awesome and wonderful thing, but it has a tendency to change when your hormones readjust. So going in and doing chemicals before the hormones <laughs> return to normal, which is literally about six months after that baby. Oh, no. It takes about six months. So if you do it before mm -hmm. that time, mm -hmm. period, then yes, the hair can only take but so much stress. Yeah, it was about three months old. Yes. <laughs> yes, and yes, and yes, yes. and like you said, your hair starting to come out. I remember yes. my hair on the bathroom floor. Yes. I had never seen that before. My hair literally just fell out of my head. I could run my hand through it and just take out clumps of long wow. strands. Mm -hmm. They were colorful, beautiful yes. strands, but they were just clumps on the bathroom floor. Yes. And we had I had to start over. Yes. And I, you do. I had to start over. So so cutting my hair, starting over, yes. that was the right thing to yes, do. Right Not trying to, to hold on to this damage. Well, holding on to the damage, it's just not going to be good. Okay. You know, starting over, you yeah. know, is a better way to go. Some women can and cannot stand it. But getting the hair cut, you know, trimming the ends, mm. you know, laying back on so much of styling, you know, styling yeah. our hair every yeah. day. Stress on the hair during that period because, I mean, the hair is in a weakened position. It's deciding what it needs to do to be normal. <laughs> so we should be supporting it. Yes. So definitely. we should be doing things like more water. Lots of water. We should be doing our vitamins. Vitamins. A great diet, you know. A good, healthy hmm. diet. Wow. A healthy diet. <laughs> That's and an we awful idea. Set. I can tell a woman who exercises... And has a healthy diet, okay? What? Her hair is different. How? 
If she comes in, she sits in the chair. If I shampoo her hair and she comes over and I say, wow, you know, you've had minimal shedding. Your hair still has shine and texture. If that woman can come in and mention to me, yeah, well, you know, I started working out. I've been drinking the right amount of water for the day. Yes. Yes. It's a big difference. It's a difference in your skin when I look at you and I say, wow, you're beautiful today. Or wow, your skin looks great today to me. I can tell when that client is getting that right amount of nutrients. The hair does not shed as much. Um, the hair can, it just looks beautiful. It looks healthy. It grows well. We're supposed to be getting an eighth of an inch of growth every four weeks. What? So if your hair is not growing, you're having internal issues. Yes. <laughs> wow. Yes. So, so our hair should be growing. If somebody comes to you and says, my hair just is not growing. There's something else going on. Uh, a lot of women experience and taking medication. That's another big issue. Yes. Women are having. Yes. Women are having issues with different medications. And a lot of people don't know that because that's internal, it shows in your hair. It shows. I can tell women who are on high blood pressure medication. You know, they're showing signs of weakness in areas of their head. You know, it could be in the top, it, and it's just literally in their stress points. So it could be definitely the hairline and definitely in the crown of the head. Yes. That there are serious stress points where women who take medication, the hair shows. It wow. shows it. My goodness. <laughs> so you, you have to become a diagnostician. Yes. <laughs> you literally have to the go. Yes, yes. Yes. You have to go and say, okay, here's my checklist. Yes, yes, I have to cover these yes, areas. Yes. And if I don't find, you know, if yes, go here. If yes, no, go here. Yes. My God, you know, we were talking about medications because I, you know, divulged to you recently about me starting my Concerta for yes. my ADD. Yes, definitely. And I didn't even think about that, you know, playing a role on my hair. Yes. And now, now I'm, now it's something that I think about. Yes. And I'm like, okay, make sure you get your water in. Okay, make sure you get your vitamin D yes. in. Yes. Make sure you get all your vitamins, yes. your nutrients. Yes. You know, go back to your exercise, exercise. You know, those type of things. And that's what I wanted us to do today. I wanted us to connect the dots. Because a lot of women don't connect the yes. dots. Yes. I want you to tell the story of a lady who was um, waiting for a test result. And what happened yes. with her. Can you tell us about that? Um, I had a client. Um, and I did not know that she was waiting for test results. So she's a definitely regular. You know, she's been coming for years. You know, I've seen her hair. Beautiful head of hair. No chemicals. So there was nothing that we were doing that could have affected her hair from a few weeks to the next few weeks. So when she came in... I noticed her hair was weak hmm. in certain areas and something I've never noticed before. So, um, you know, going down questions, you know, asking the usual. You're getting your water, you're getting your nutrients, you're taking your vitamins, you're exercising. And um, she just, she had to admit, you know, literally, that one question of, okay, are you on medication? It, it was just stress. You can see it wow. on her face. And she admitted to the fact that she had been waiting for a while. She had lumps in her breast. 
and she was waiting for test results. And for those few weeks, I guess, she had been waiting, which she said maybe, I mean, it took weeks to get some results or going in, getting the test, I don't know, maybe having a biopsy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. During those weeks that she had to experience that level of stress and just waiting, it, I mean, and that was only maybe three weeks. And, and you just, saw something that yes, significant in that yes, short amount of time. Yes, the hair began to weaken. That That's what I want women to hear. Yes. You can see yes. definite signs of something in a short amount of time because our hair is connected to our whole person. Yes. So if we're stressed yes. and our cortisol levels yes. are low, our adrenal glands are being wow. taxed. Our estrogen progesterone levels are not in balance. Our thyroid is not optimally working. Wow. We then start seeing outward signs and symptoms that are telling us things about our body yes. inside. And we need to listen to it. Yes, we do. We really need to listen to it. Um, you know, I, I, I just really, I'm so glad that I met you because when I was in California, I had a person for the very first time in my life that taught me about my hair like you. Wow. And growing up, I don't remember, and maybe I just was not, you know, attuned to or knew what to ask or anything. You know, my mother made sure that we, I experienced somebody doing my hair. She told me about how to keep my hair up as best as she could. Um, but I don't remember anybody teaching me about my hair until I was in medical school. Wow. And I met this lady. Um, I just remember going to get a hairstyle. You know, I wanted a haircut. Yes. And and I even remember stylists not showing their products because they wanted I you to come that. back. I heard that. So what, how is it that you have come to a place where you are educating women about what to do? So so tell me, how, how did you come to that point? Okay. And then kind of give us some things that we can do at home okay. so that when we come to you, our platform is, is a healthy platform. Yes. Well, what we want to do, and especially as stylists, um, I guess as you are working in the business on a long-term basis, and you want to keep, importantly, and keep a clientele. Mm -hmm. You want to keep your clientele. You want to keep your client base. So in order to keep a client, they have to have hair to work with, right? <laughs> That's true. So if we're going to keep that client, and she'll be the happiest with you, if you could teach her, teach her lessons, teach her how to keep that beautiful hair. You, I do a great job, right? So when you leave yes. the salon, you want to still have people turn and say, oh my gosh, you know, your hair is great. It's yes. wonderful. Yes. Your hair is beautiful. Yes. So. Who does yeah, your who hair? Who does your hair, right? Got the ultimate question. Who does your hair? Wow. So, what I, I just want to say is just. If I want to keep a client, I do what I have to do. I do what I need to do to keep a client. So that's educating them on um, what to do. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you do at home? What shampoo you should be using? How much heat you should be using on your hair during the week? What you should not be doing during the week on your hair? Maintaining that healthy hair so when you return, it could be two weeks, it could be four weeks, it could be six weeks, and even in that period of time, I still want to see that healthy head of hair. 
Got it. You know, so, it. so turning the products around and not knowing what I'm using, is, it's not beneficial to me. It's really not. It's counterproductive. Yes, it is. Definitely. Wow. Wow. Definitely. You know, we were talking one time and you, you mentioned, you said, you know, women really want to have their hair on their head. Thank you. And, <laughs> and until you said that, I was like, you know what? You're right. And it's okay to buy hair. Yeah. But we but would like to have our we own would hair. Like to have our, we would <laughs> like to have the option to go. just say, you know what, this is my hair is and fun. it's healthy. It and doesn't have beautiful. to be long. It doesn't have, That's but it's mine and it's yes. healthy. And it presents confidence in you. Yes. You know, we, every yes. woman wants to know that that head of hair is theirs. And exactly. it's healthy. And it's healthy. You know, and it's healthy. And it creates a healthy balance inside and out. If your hair is healthy, wow. your body is healthy. So how 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 do you create the atmosphere that clients even listen to you? You know, <laughs> or, or you know, it's a trust. It's trust. We earn your trust. Mm-hmm. If I ask you to do something, um, I want you to be able to listen to me. So if you don't trust me, you won't listen to what I have to say. That's Same true. thing for you. Yeah. If you're the doctor mm-hmm. and you tell me to do something. If I don't trust you, I question it. I don't really try it. Yeah. So I don't want you to question what I'm doing. I don't want you to question what products I'm putting on your hair. So if you know what I'm doing, I gain your trust. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So how do I find somebody like you? <laughs> I mean, you know, people are going to listen to this and they're going to say, yeah, but... Where do I go? Where do I go? Is do I go in and say, what school did you go to? How do we find find stylists like you? Well, typically it's that woman at the grocery store. It's that woman in in line somewhere, you know, at the mall, your regular places that you go and you turn and you say, her hair is beautiful. Mm. I like her hair. And where do you go? Where do you go? Your so hair you're is looking healthy. for healthy. It looks good. Hair. People looks know good. healthy hair. It People know healthy good. hair. Yes, they do. You see healthy hair. Yeah. Healthy hair turns your head. It does. You know. It does. Wow, it's beautiful. Wow, your it hair is does. great. Your friend, your best girlfriend, she changes her hair. She does something different. She gets a new stylist. It shows. You're right. You're right. You are right. A woman stylist. It, yeah, we will. We will go to bats. <laughs> Silence. We sure will. Well, in the, in the time that we have left and um, the time we have remaining, I kind of want to start putting these 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 dots together, and I want to give a tip of the day. So, if if I've you know heard our conversation correctly and what we've talked about, our hair tells on us. It does. Our hair tells what we're doing to ourselves, what we're allowing to be done to us in terms of what we're taking in. Um, our hair tells on what we're doing in terms of our diet yes, and what we are ingesting. And so we need to know that a shedding here, a plug here, um, a thinning there means I need to stop and I need to take a moment and I need to take care of Uh, me. Definitely. Be it go talk to somebody professionally, be it go to your place of worship and sit down and start going through something spiritually, be it go talk to your best girlfriend, but have a solution part to that conversation. Yes, 
Um, we need to know that these things make a difference. They do. They really do tell on us. Our hair tells on us. And so what I want to do, we, we talk about a tip of the day. Okay. So the tip of the day today, <laughs> for, for me, I would say, and, and I want you to come up with a tip of the day for, for you, my tip of the day would be water. I, I really feel that we underhydrate ourselves, and what we need to know is that it's not just eight ounces, eight, eight ounces. It's really our weight divided in half, wow. and that's the amount that you're supposed to drink oh, wow. for a day. Okay. <laughs> yes, yes. I think lots so of us are in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's individualized. Yes. Yeah. And so when we actually take our weight in pounds and divide it in half, look at that and start carrying those bottles around. Start ingesting that water. Um, and especially in the wintertime because we don't think we're giving off that water. We don't think we're sweating. We, we don't feel dehydrated. But that's when we, we probably shed the most. Yes, definitely. And that's when we're showing signs of dehydration. Yes, we are. So my tip is water. Make sure you guys drink your water. <laughs> what would your tip be? De-stress. De-stress. I like Find it. Find a moment. Do something for you. Do what you need to do to relieve your stress of every day, especially mothers that don't have the time. Take that extra 10 minutes. Take that long bath. You know, take that long walk. Sit in the park. Just try to find that one moment that you yes. can de-stress. Yes. Oh, Kalina, thank you so You're much. I have totally enjoyed my time. And, um, you know, guys, listen out for Kalina more. We're going to be doing some great segments on hair and different aspects of our life. Kalina has, has, has consented <laughs> to do that. So, again, guys, this has been House Call with Dr. Mac. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.